The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held. needs to heal is it something in your body is it in your thoughts or your feelings welcome to the empowered healer show with your host dr susan allison our program will present healing methods and ideas to help you change the challenging parts of your life and support the people who mean the most to you now here is dr susan allison Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Empowered Healer Show. This is Dr. Susan Allison, and I love having you here with me today. Whether you're listening live or to the recorded show, I honor you for taking the time to transform and uplift your spirit. Well, the new year is upon us, you must have noticed, and I hope you've been thinking about what kind of year you want and what kind of person you want to become. I spent New Year's Day on my favorite beach, and the sun was shining and the waves sparkled. I had the entire space to myself, which was amazing. And I played my drum, and I did a shamanic journey that revealed so much wisdom about my current path and where it's leading. My spirit allies almost always tell me, this is what you know. they almost always say, all is well, we're proud of you. And, you know, we're always here for you to call on us. More and more I know that we are not alone. We have people in our lives who care about us, and we have spirit allies in the spirit realm that are a breath away. All we have to do is ask for help, and it will show up in some form. So today's guest, Sheila Applegate, is no stranger to the divine realm. And her new book, Enchanted One, A Portal to Love, reflects the wisdom of the goddess Isis and Mary Magdalene and Sheila's own integration of their wisdom. Sheila is a clinical therapist with degrees in social work. She's also an ordained minister, an author, motivational speaker, and a teacher. For over 20 years, she has combined her formal training with her personal awakening to bring the message of oneness through divine love. As a messenger of spirit, she channels messages of the divine feminine. Her life is one of service, and she models and encourages everyone to find and share their own passions as a service here on earth. So let's welcome Sheila Applegate. Hi, Sheila. So good to have you here. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm very honored to be on this beautiful show. Thank you. We're so glad to have you. And I always start with the personal because it's so interesting to me and to my listeners. And for you, I'd like to know when you first realized that you had a gift as a channel, if you could tell us about that time. 
sure. And I'm not even sure I can exactly say a single time in my life in which I knew that I had the gift as a channel because looking back, I can see that I must have been doing this to some degree my whole life, but I was not brought up in a home that spoke that language. So I didn't really know what I was doing. I remember being woken up in the night when I was a small child to write stories. And I've been thinking about this over the last couple of days to write stories of, I remember one time when I was young, waking up and writing a story about Jesus's death from the perspective of his beloved. <laughs> and I was probably a middle school or high school. And I, I didn't even know why I was doing that and hadn't been trained in that way. So it probably weaves very much into my early childhood. But moving up further, I was attending a metaphysical Christian church in my early career as a social worker. And as I was doing that, I was being taught to open to my own spirit guides and to communicate through guided meditation. That sort of progressed to a point in which um, I had a vision of Magdalene standing before me. And she she presented herself and told me that she would be my guide. So I worked with her personally for a while. And after a couple years of that, she asked me, if I would open up for her to be able to speak to the people in first person through me and blend our energies together. And I have to be honest, I was very hesitant about doing mm-hmm. that. Um, but I had at that point become so close and trusted her so deeply that I agreed to do that. And so she was the first being that I um, agreed to work with in that way. And then mm-hmm. once I got comfortable with it, I opened up to others. Yeah, so <clears throat> your hesitancy was it did it just feel really daunting to be working with with some, you know, a goddess, I mean, a figure that is so absolutely amazing. I mean, was that what was <laughs> I wish I could say yes to that. It was pure vanity. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure it was that underneath, but in my mind, I had originally on my path, I had heard Abraham with Esther Hex in her earlier days. Mm. And in those earlier days of channeling Abraham, most people have heard of her, so I'm just going to reference her. Yeah. She, she was channeling this entity, and he and her voice would change. And it sounded so strange to me that when I first heard it, it frightened me. And my thought was, I don't ever want to do that. So there must have been something inside of me that knew that was my path. Mm. So in my mind, I just didn't want to sound weird. But I'm sure <laughs> deeper down, it was exactly what you said. Yeah, like, oh, my God. Almost like, why me? You know, in terms of it was, it's huge what you were asked to do, and I'm so glad you accepted. So, for people, you're welcome. So, for people who are not sure exactly what channeling is, and I think most of my listeners are, but can you explain the process of channeling? And what about anybody who's listening who doubts that it's really happening? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. For what I like to explain is that, you know, think of it in a way of just like the channels on a radio or a television and that 
if you're looking at a television, they're in the airwaves. Those shows are moving through the airwaves, whether we turn the television on or not, and whether we're on a different station that doesn't stop the other show from being aired, and so it's in a vibrational field, but we're not tuned into it. If we change the channel, we now get to see that picture, and we're now aware of the storyline on that station. And so channeling is very much the same in the in the metaphysical world, basically there's vibrate. We're all made up of the same vibration. We're all vibrational fields and this energy is around all of us. And once we learn to turn our attention and tap into it, we begin to see and feel and sense that vibration. When we're talking about channeling as I am, where Magdalene and Isis are speaking through me in the first person, that is a, a, maybe another step into it in which um, some people feel like you get out of the way and you let them come in and take over your body. That was sort of the earlier perception of it and sort of what it was like for me in the earlier years. I never left um, completely. It, we would share the space and I would be very, I would be aware and learning sometimes at the same moment. But my body would experience the feelings of the being that was working through me. So when Magdalene first told the story of her beloved's death, my body reacted to the sadness and to mm. the emotion of it. But I was sort of up to the side watching it at the same time as being a part of it. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like really as we, as I live more in oneness and my energy blends more with them, it's really just expanding into that part of all of us that I know as Magdalene. So it's really just in, uh, expanding my attention to include her or the other energies that I work with. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. That was really clear. I... Yeah, I, you know, my husband channels or hasn't in a long time, but he did. And so his voice would change and he, um, his languaging was different. And one thing I noticed in your book, and by the way, listeners, uh, this is a wonderful book, Enchanted One, A Portal to Love, which we'll talk about more in a minute. But I noticed that the language that is used is often more formal than your language in the rest of the book. And I've seen this with other people who channel. Uh, so Isis in her Isis speaking is different from Magdalene speaking and they both are more formal. And I just well, you want to say something about that, just about the messages and how you first connected in terms of, you know, for this book and uh, and decided to put their um messages, particularly in the beginning of the book. Mm-hmm. Um I agree with you, and it's interesting because when you're listening to me, you can hear a little bit of the vibrational shift. One of the things that you may notice with your husband, I noticed it with me, is that as my vibration increased to be able to uh, be more harmonic with the beings that I was working with, that the difference in the voice is not as um, mm, pronounced. It's, yeah, it's much more subtle now. Mm-hmm. But the language does change. And, and I think that that's even blending a little bit as we all start to work together more and more. But 
I'm not sure why they're more foremost. I, I sometimes wish I could speak like that when I wasn't in that state. Mm-hmm, it's beautiful. I ask for words, and then I open up, and all these beautiful words come through me. I know it's beautiful. I love the I love the language, and I have a friend who channels Metatron, and the same thing. You know, it's all you know. It, it's speaking so lovingly too, like oh beloved, or you know, sweet one, or you know, it's it's so endearing and sweet the way they speak. And maybe there's more permission for them to do that because our world would sort of look at us strange if we walked around talking like that. <laughs> I think that's true. It's really poetic, actually, how they speak. So say it more really about is. your book. Say more about your book, like you know how you came to write uh, Enchanted One. What do you mean by the word Enchanted One? What do you mean by Portal to Love? Maybe start there but with okay. your title. Well, Enchanted One is the title that was given to me by Spirit. And I surrendered the whole time, you know, because once you go to a publisher, they get the the option to change it, but they didn't ask to. And basically, they just started telling me one day that the book would be called Enchanted One. And I asked them what they meant. um, And they explained to me that it, it represents Enchanted One as in Magdalene, and the goddess, all of the goddess stories that were taken out of religion, and in Isis and the Omega energy, the enchanted energy of the divine goddess, the Omega, and then Mm -hmm. also me as a channel and everyone who opens up to this vibration, and then to the wholeness of um, oneness, all that is, the enchanted oneness. And so... It captured within those two words all of those vibrations. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, a portal to love. Your book is a doorway into um, connecting with divine love and unconditional love, and so on. Is that right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, how did you come to write this book? I mean, was it? Did it come through you from them, and they sort of said, "Write this book." Was it, were you inspired by something else? Like, what, what made you want so much to write this? <laughs> um, it was definitely inspired by, by them, by the Divine Feminine, wanting me to get the message out. And it really was a 10-year experience of writing it and then another couple years for the correct publisher to come ar- along. Again, I also think that's because it was the timing that the world was ready for it as well. But what the, the channeled messages in this book are actually transcriptions, for the most part, of classes that I taught throughout the, from the beginning of when I agreed to let Magdalene and then Isis work with me um, through the years, through several mm-hmm. years. And while those channeled messages were coming in, I was learning myself to integrate them into my own life. It was very important to me that when I went out in a large way to the world to say, you know, I have this message, that I would actually embody the message. So Mm -hmm. it took me several years to actually embody the messages that were coming through, and I weave those stories, those experiences, and that integration process into the book so that others Mm. have a way of doing that as well. Wonderful. Um, I wanted you to say more about the Divine Feminine and why it's important today, but we do need to take a break, and we'll be right back with Sheila Applegate.
The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Change the seventh wave channel on the Voice America Network. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. You are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to empoweredhealer at comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. And this is Dr. Susan Allison, and I have a wonderful guest, Sheila Applegate, who has written Enchanted One, A Portal to Love, and we're talking about channeling, um, channeling the Divine Feminine, Isis, Magdalene, and uh, we want to talk about the Divine Feminine more, but during the break... Uh, I asked Sheila if she would do some channeling here on the show. And then, of course, those of you who are listening who want uh, to connect with her and find out more about her channeling um, ability, and if you want to have her channel for you, we'll get that information to you a bit later. But I have a question for you, Sheila, and for uh, Magdalene and for Isis, which has to do with the chapter in your book on grief and loss. And I really um, loved it and I could relate to it so well. So I, uh, you know, my question is about how do we deal with tremendous loss? In my case, the possible loss of my husband who is in stage four cancer. So I'm crying all the time. I'm having a really hard time seeing him in so much pain. And so anybody listening who's been a caregiver or who has lost a loved one, you know how I'm feeling. And so I just guess I I would love some wisdom about how I can get through this time without absolutely falling apart, you know, being carted away somewhere. I'm just um, a basket case most days. So 
um, I'd love to get some wisdom from them about helping me maintain. Okay. I will do that. And, I, and you know from reading the book that I can feel very deeply what you are going through and that I've experienced that. I know. Vibration myself. Um, what I want to do is to go right through the process that I do. So I'll say an opening prayer. And, and basically these are my words, but this is how I bring the call of oneness in, and merge myself with a vibration of Magdalene and Isis. And then I'll let them speak to you for a minute. All right. Dear God, Goddess, Creator of all that is, Alpha, Omega, Enchanted One, Solara, Isis and Ra, Magdalene and Yezu, Two Feathers, all of the Ascended Master Beings and Angelic Hosts that are here with us today, we give thanks. We completely surrender now into the vibration of all that is, drawing forth from the Enchanted One those vibrations that are here to guide, support, and harmonize, Susan, and this moment, and we give thanks. Amen. Mm, Amen. As I expand my attention now, I join and merge with the energies of the vibration that we know as Magdalene, and I ask that she speak to you directly. My beloved one, I speak to you and I speak to all those whose hearts are breaking open in this moment. For as the heart breaks open, so too is it filled with love. I place my hands upon your heart and you feel the flame and the warmth of my love, the compassion of my knowing. For I also went through this same heart-wrenching and heart-opening experience. As you look upon your husband, upon your beloved, you see the man that you knew, that you know, and that you love so dearly. And you see a shell of once was there for you. But he is more than the body that you look upon. This is a birthing into a new essence, into a new life. And he has been called upon to be in his wholeness during this time, to hold space with you and to create a bridge between the worlds as we bring in the new and vibrant earth. Your love will continue beyond understanding. In these moments, you are being given a gift. This is your time to begin your new relationship. Begin now to speak with him through your heart. Listen through your mind's eye. Remember his touch, but know that you will be filled with his whole essence and that his touch will always be with you. For you are not separating. In fact, you are moving beyond separation into pure union. And as we say this to you, we also know that your heart is aching and that the tears that you weep could fill an ocean. And that is okay. For you weep ages of tears. And they make room for the love that is pouring in. 
There are so many miracles in front of you. So much to be seen. Love beyond your understanding. He is coming closer to you now in every moment. And soon you will know this to be true. And as you await that time, know that we hold you in our embrace with pure love. You are our sister and you are divine. It is with great honor that you have accepted this experience so that you could help others. And in this moment, you begin that journey. We give you thanks. Amen. I give thanks to Magdalene and also to Isis, who also began to speak with you and through her. Yep. Thank you so much, Sheila. And thank you, Magdalene and Isis. I am... was weeping during during that. It was um, so overwhelmingly moving, and I want to go back and listen to it over and over. Um, but I really appreciate it. It's helping helping me right now. Um, not allow my heart to grow hard, mm-hmm. because for any of you, and I know Sheila, you have experienced the loss of your beloved. You called him your twin flame in the book, and this is my soulmate that I could be losing. And so I know you understand, but I also do feel the opening in my heart and wanting to stay soft and stay open and loving. And sometimes I close it down because it's so painful. And um, you said all this in your in your book in the chapter on on grief. So I'm thank not you. Sure if thank I you. remember whether I said this or not, but I want to say it today because Magdalene just said it to you, and I watched her do that for you. But when she placed her hands on your heart, and I know that that experience went out to everyone who was grieving in this moment. Um, even though we were speaking to you, you were the catalyst for others. But there was a period of time, and I may have put it in the book. You might remember more than me at this moment, but where Magdalene came to me after um, after I had been grieving and moved through the grief, and I thought I had a very open heart. And she said to me, I'm going to place my hands upon your heart, and you're going to feel this warmth. And every time that you go to shut your heart down, you will feel this warmth, and we will hold it open for you. And you will realize that what you were thinking you needed to protect yourself was just an illusion. It will melt away into the love. And what you really feel pain with each time you close your heart is that in that moment you feel separate from us. Mm. And by putting her hands there, she overrode my instinct <laughs> to shut it out. And I was amazed at how often I felt that flame in the beginning and how much my instinct was still to shut down in those difficult times, but when you do allow yourself to open like you just did and said you want to and you are, you will see that that love flows through you and heals those things that seem so difficult. Mm-hmm. That's I really, really get that. And I feel the warmth in my heart right now, and I hope you listeners also are feeling the warmth in your heart. And I think that it's as humans, you know, we're all on this divine path, but as humans, you know, there are these defense mechanisms to protect us from pain. 
And, you know, but the pain actually is worse the more we (laughs) shut down. And I know that Marianne Williamson says that in Return to Love, that it's not, you know, the other person that's doing anything. It's when we close our hearts to them that we feel the pain, that we feel the pain. Exactly, because we can't close ourselves to one emotion without closing out all emotions. Yep, 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 and I've been seeing myself do that. You know, I feel overwhelmed with what's happening, and I close down, and I get short and sharp with everyone, and um, so I'm just, this really helped. I really appreciate um, your taking the time. Plus, it was a fabulous, fabulous example of your gift and I do believe you're gifted, Sheila, and that this gift has been given to you to help the world and, you know, to be channeling the divine feminine and to bring this to, to all. And it's incredible, incredible. I, I, I really um, thank you for, for your blessing that you're on the show today. Thank you. It is a blessing to be here. and. And I, I want to return that and say I have so much respect for you to be in such a raw space and to be willing to witness that to the world is a huge gift. And I know there's many yeah. listeners out there very grateful to you in this moment. Thank you. It's been tempting to, to quit the show. I've been talking to the producer about quitting. And I love doing this so much and it's, it's such a stretch to try to do it all when I'm, when I'm taking care of him. And so it's something I have to decide, but this does really fill me up and, um, it's part of my service to the world to, to do this. So I wonder if we could start this and we, we, we can't talk too long as so we'll have a break in a minute, but I want to start by talking more about the divine feminine, you know, for people who are wondering why the divine feminine and why is it important at this time? Mm-hmm. Um, to me, the divine feminine is part of the oneness. It's part of all that we are and we have been experiencing life more through the masculine side for the last few centuries. And there's nothing wrong with that. It was absolutely perfect because part of our human experience is to dissect and to explore and to really master all of these different energies. But we've really been led by the divine well, the masculine, divine masculine and sometimes not as divine, but the mind. And we're not talking about males versus females at all. And mm-hmm. this isn't a woman's lib situation. In fact, I think that the women's lib movement was actually a male energy because it was really more of a competitive and mind-centered mm-hmm. way of moving forward. This is about the heart center. And so this is touching everyone, whether they are male or female, and it's helping us to bring back into a harmonic balance that union of the mind and the heart of the masculine and the feminine within us. I could go on for a long time, so I want to give you a chance to break if we need to. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. I love what you said because I have heard that from people that this is, um, you know, feminist, you know, this is sort of uh, leaving men out. And um, I want to say to all listeners, male and female, that the divine feminine um, is is so in us all and it's about our, our hearts it's about being in our hearts. So we do need to take a break, but we'll be right back with Sheila Applegate.
This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. Be visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to empoweredhealer at comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, This is Dr. Susan Allison, and I am interviewing Sheila Applegate, who has written an incredible book, Enchanted One, A Portal to Love. And before we go any further, I want you to tell uh, listeners how to get your book, how to connect with you, just so I don't forget to do that. Okay. Well, my book is on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Um, online. It's in the NUC, the e-version, paperback, hardcover, whatever you want. Uh, you can also get it in stores and you can also get it on my website, which is SheilaApplegate.com. Wonderful. And can they connect with you in terms of, are you, do you do individual sessions? Do you do workshops? Tell us more about that. Okay. Yes, I do. I work with people individually. I do single sessions um, where we just open up in the moment and and help you communicate with what's going on. I also do what I call life um, spiritual life co- or yeah spiritual life coaching, where I work with people more uh, more often. People that are wanting to really integrate this into their life or move to another level, and they want some, or if they're wanting to learn to be trained to to channel and to communicate with spirit, um, I work with people on those levels. So those get designed exactly to what the person needs, whether it's transitioning through a period of time, integrating oneness into their life, or enhancing their skill, their spiritual gifts and skills. And I have different programs for that. 
And then I also have a membership program, which is a monthly program, and for $26 a month, you can enter this separate website that I, you can ask, you can submit questions in. I ask, I answer questions on there every week. I do a monthly call. There's a, a wisdom board, which is similar to one of the social networks, but only for the group. So that's another way that people can communicate with each other and get some of my knowledge and experience. Wonderful. I'm so glad you shared that. You just mentioned something that I'm really interested in, which is about oneness, because you, you use that term throughout your book. You talk about the importance of oneness. So why is, one, you know, maybe define what you mean in the book by oneness, and why is it so important right now? Well, to me, it's God. I mean, it's God, but God, the God, goddess vibration of God, the wholeness of that. Mm-hmm. It's divine love. It is the energy that we are all made up of. It is, it is just all that is. And all the religions have spoken of this, but science has really, over the last few years, said, you know, guess what? <laughs> we are all connected. We are all one energy. And they're starting to prove that. And I think that more and more people are understanding that conception. Yeah. But it's, it's still in their minds. You know, this is why we mm-hmm. need to move from the God to the goddess energy, the mind to the heart energy. Yep. Uh, because you can conceive of that. You can conceive of that, but to actually feel it, to be able to look at somebody else and see them separate with a, with their own personality, their own needs, their own desires, and at the same time feel and know that you are one and that there is no separation, um, is an experience that helps us to live in harmony mm-hmm. and remember yeah, who we yeah. are. That's right. Can you can you give uh, one little technique or one way that people can connect with this oneness or know that that there is oneness, that there is no separation, since that is totally a myth. You know, it's totally a false belief that we've carried for centuries. But uh, can you can you suggest to listeners a way that they can keep remembering that the oneness? Well, I think that we've all experienced that in moments of time, mm-hmm. you know, whether it was in a, in a church or a temple or on top of a mountain or in the woods or seeing a flower or touching a baby for the first time or with our lover. We've all had glimpses and moments of it. This is more about really allowing ourselves to surrender in and remember that that is the norm and that that is our true essence. And I think... Choosing love and feeling love is love is that source. So every time we choose to experience the feeling of love, like you said, keeping our heart open, then we are coming closer to that. The ten, the technique that I've been using over to help people with that is a guided meditation, where I um, I take people gradually through the different vibrational levels from the physical cells of the body to the physical body to the higher self, the ascended self, the alpha, the omega, and I, and I teach people by holding that space for them and then guiding them through it 
to experience all the different vibrational levels between the oneness and our physical self because it's a big gap. You know, it's mm-hmm. not it's not like that and this. There's a whole spectrum of energy in between that, and so I get I teach people to glide along that that slide of energy and get used to all the different vibrations and then bring them all into the cells and bring them all into the cells of the body. Mm. And I do that in some of my classes and also individually with people. I was wondering about that, that if somebody uh, goes on your website, and say your website again, Sheila. SheilaApplegate.com. All right. So if people go on your website, then they could set up like a private personal session where you could do that, that guided yeah. meditation with them, or you, or they could maybe take a class or go online or go on a, a call with you, or there, there are a couple of ways where they could experience that. Absolutely, absolutely. I try to put it out there for people at all different spaces and availability. Mm-hmm. So you've been using the love word, and I wanted you to say, you know, because you, you talk a lot about unconditional love in the book and why that's so important, and I wanted you to say more about that. Okay. Our world has been living in conditional love for so long that we don't even realize it, and it's so much a part of our essence that we've we've not even realized to look at how conditional our love is. And so part of the book is helping us to remember that and to open up and to see the flow of love as being something unconditional. And I take it back all the way to the beginning of time. And if you think about ourselves as a human race evolving, in the beginning we were in survival mode. I mean, our only job was to stay alive as a human race so we could evolve to this point later. So relationships were built on survival. And so therefore what felt like an expression of love was really supporting each other in meeting needs. But we've evolved from that point, and now we can move to something further, so a bigger understanding of this, that we can actually get our needs met by the divine, and that we can then interact with people as mirrors to help us remember that connection, that oneness more. So as I'm talking about love, and people say it's almost impossible to love unconditionally, to me the first step is, to start to see how conditional your love really is. We say it without even thinking, well, if he, if he really loved you, he wouldn't do that, you know, or if, he, if you really love me, then you would do this. And, and so there is so much condition, or we give to someone and we think we're giving to them unconditionally and then we get pissed off that they don't remember our birthday, you know. Yeah. There's all kinds of those subtle things. So the first thing is becoming aware of it. And then I like to help people to decipher between love, which is an endless flow of unconditional beauty and the essence of God flowing between us and like. And we don't have to like everybody's behavior. We don't have to choose to have everybody's um, energy in our space or be in certain situations or relationships. That's determined on like, but the love can still flow through, and that isn't conditional anymore once we understand that. Oh, I like I like how you said that. That is, I was thinking as you were speaking that, well, there's some behaviors though that are just absolutely, you know, not okay with me, <laughs> and so I was thinking that I could, you know, not like that the person is doing that, the behavior, the situation, but I also can continue to love them unconditionally. Absolutely, that's exactly it. 
And yeah, we don't no, and no. and when we feel empowered to choose the behaviors and the situations we want around us, then we're actually freer to love unconditionally because we're not feeling threatened by other people's behaviors. Yeah, no, I like that. And you know, and we do have to set our boundaries and we have to follow our intuition about what works for us and doesn't and yeah. It's all of uh, that. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, all together. So I found your writing and your book about the ego really refreshing because I believed it already what you were saying, but most people don't describe the ego the way you did or describe how we're to interact with the ego. So I'm wondering if you could say something about that because it'll be different for a lot of people who are listening. Absolutely. And and I don't think it is going against anything that people have been learning or taught or understanding with the ego. I just think it's the next level of understanding. Yep, I agree. So I'm grateful to everyone who came before us and, you know, helped us identify the ego and, and realize we want mastery over it. But um, my understanding of the ego, and I think what probably triggered you to remember to talk about this was the whole primitive idea of survival. And so... What I was shown is that the ego is actually like our primitive instinct to survive. And I, I, saw, I saw it as almost like a rusty nail or a, a tail that was rusted out and had linked us into the earth. And its job when it got here was to keep us alive. And at that exactly. time, we were in the, the vibration of separation. We were exploring that. So going into the light was death. So if you think about even over the last 20 years, 10, 20 years, people were talking about going into the tunnel of of death and all these near-death experiences. So now here we are meditating. We're we're asking to live in oneness while still being alive. And and this poor little ego whose job was to keep us from dying and is seeing all this light coming into our life as as death, because that's what it knew, is doing its best to keep us alive and keep us away from that. So we need to love the ego and we need to say, we need to just reprogram it and say, hey, guess what? We have a new job and your (laughs) new job is to keep me on earth and keep me grounded and and link me right into the center of Mother Earth while letting me bring all this light down to earth. And, And then we start to love it in a new way and we really can't hold anything outside of ourselves because that's separation. And if really we are living in oneness, nothing can be outside of that. I love what you just said because it's making me laugh because with with clients and in groups that I lead for years now, I've been saying you just need to give the ego another job. You know, the the ego, the ego's afraid you're going to fire it or kill it, but you're not. And you, and so what I tell my clients to do, which they love, is they just say, I'm actually promoting you. I'm, yes, pro- I'm, exactly. I'm promoting you and you're in charge of really big emergencies. And, you know, if I'm going to be hit by a truck or if, there, if my life is really in danger, you are in charge. And then the ego goes, well, you know, that's, <laughs> you that's really cool. That's really cool that I have this great job. And, and then it backs off. It does, it's not so frantic. Exactly. I love that. That's perfect. No, I love that too. I love, you know, it's so dovetailed with, with the work I do. It's great. We do need to take another break and we will be back with Sheila Applegate. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. 
Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. Do you ever stop and wonder if there's more to life than what you are experiencing? Do you feel like you deserve to live that life? Of course you should. Tune in to Shining Bright with your host, Regina Sisko. Through Regina's life experiences and her guest experts, you can put yourself on the path to holistic self-discovery and the life that you were born to lead. Shining Bright with Regina Sisko is broadcast live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. You are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to empoweredhealer at comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment here with Sheila Applegate. I think Sheila and I could talk forever, but uh, we have just one more segment left. And she is the author of Enchanted One, A Portal to Love, that you can now get on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and so on. And I really loved it. Uh, it's not a long read. It's You can get through it. It's you know the same length as my book, Empowered Healer. And it's a beautiful book. So I do want to talk about one part of your book, which was about all the emotions that you discuss. So why is it that you included all these emotions in your book, and why is it important to express them? Well, obviously, since I started my career as a clinical social worker, I've always been drawn to the emotional level. And... um, One of the things I like to say, my dear friend Daphne Rose Kingma, who is a wonderful author, she once said that emotions are the glue that brings spirit and the physical together. And that, to me, pretty much sums it up. But I think that what has happened along the way, as people have been moving into the spiritual understanding is that, well, first of all, we can go back to the beginning of the show and know that we've been suppressing the heart center for so long and leading with our mind. That means we've been suppressing emotions for a long time 
as a group conscience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we need to explore those and we need to bring them back into harmony in order to be in full power of having the heart and the mind together. And so one of the things that's happened along the way as, as people open up to spirit is I think we've gotten this understand, this belief system that spiritual people only feel these certain beautiful emotions and we've separated what are good emotions and bad emotions and we're trying to only be on one side. But the thing is that we are, we need to be free to experience the full spectrum of emotion. And when we can sit and rest into the full spectrum of emotion and to be able to sit in that space of grief while still feeling love, just like you did today, or in that space of anger, and you mentioned that sometimes you're angry, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're experiencing the process, and we all are, that... um, that you can be in these emotions while not disconnecting yourself from the divine love and that that grace can hold you through and then they can transform. Mm-hmm. So in my book, I, I take each emotion and I help us to look at some of the ones that maybe we don't like to experience as much mm-hmm. and understand them in a different way. Yeah, like you talk about anger and jealousy in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what happens if people aren't sharing their emotions, they're stuffing them in their body? Well, we know that that's going to physically affect us and that um, a lot of the dis-ease that we see in the world right now has everything to do with us suppressing our, our emotions and turning it inward because we're not having that freedom to express it but it's also going to come out in other ways it's like a teapot with a lid on (laughs) you know the Mm -hmm. steam is going to spray out and if we aren't turning around and facing those emotions and acknowledging that as a human being we are going to experience moments of these emotions and when we face them we acknowledge them and we sit within them they actually transform very quickly and very beautifully into the energy that will support us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so if we have listeners right now who, ha- and this is all of us who have felt anger or felt some jealousy, what what would you say to them in terms of the transmuting that, or you know, taking a look at the underlying issues, or what would you say to them if they're if they're if there's somebody listening right now who's angry and someone listening who's jealous. Well, the very first thing is that we need to first commit and be willing to say we're going to let ourselves experience these emotions instead Mm -hmm. of pushing them away and being afraid of them. And I think that the very first step to doing that is some, whatever your path is, some form of reconnecting and and feeling that union with the divine, just like we said earlier, if you want to use Magdalene to hold her hand on your heart or whatever that is to help you realize that you're not alone in this and that someone's holding you, that the energy is holding you, and then we want to experience it. And once we allow ourselves to sit in that emotion, then we it doesn't overpower us. And, you know, people say, like, you go... What is it? Like you see red when you have anger, you're seeing red, and you can't see the situation. Well, anger, once it's transformed, is actually passion, and so it's a really powerful emotion, and we can't be in our full power if we haven't expressed and experienced that. And what once we are willing to feel it and it doesn't overpower us so much, then we get to see the situation 
from a higher vibration, a higher perspective, and we get to see the relationships and the patterns as mirrors to us, and we realize whatever that trigger is, and whether they're triggering our anger or our jealousy or whatever, that that's something inside of ourselves that is being mirrored that we need to look at and to face. Either something that we've pushed down and we're afraid to experience or something that we're overwhelmed by. So once we start to get in tune with a feeling and be willing to experience it, then we get to see the situations as mirrors and we get to understand ourselves more. We don't have to keep repeating those situations to learn from them because we've Mm -hmm. already learned from them. And so the relationships actually even out and we don't get triggered as often because there's no need for us to look at that anymore. Yeah, no, I love that. Uh, love that explanation uh, of really allowing ourselves to feel our feelings fully. And then they, I love what you said that the anger turns into passion. You know, I've seen this with clients, you know, who have been depressed or whatever and they get into their anger finally. They stop stuffing their anger. Mm-hmm. They get into it. I mean, look at the difference in the energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's energy. It's movement. (laughs) Exactly. And often when they get angry and they get in that place, they can finally take action. Exactly. Which I really love. You know, um, another teacher in the world, Barbara DeAngelis, has a model where she has anger, uh, sticking up like an iceberg. And then under it, you know, the anger is what shows. But Mm -hmm. boy, if you keep digging, you know, underneath the anger is hurt and sadness and guilt and regret, you know, and the very, very base is love, Mm -hmm. you know, is love. And so I do really like that, that um, if we can just keep digging, you know, and not just, you know, think it's anger, but take a look and see what's underneath the anger. I think that 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 helps transmute it as well. Yeah, that's beautiful. I really like that. And I do need to say uh, adieu to you. I really have loved having you on my show, uh, Sheila. And I wish you all the best with your beautiful book. Thank you. It has been such a joy to connect with you and to be able to share the energies with the world. And I'm sure we will remain connected in spirit. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Thank you. And thank you all, all my listeners, for being here today. I so appreciate you. In this first week of the new year, think about your many gifts and all you have to be grateful for. Next week, we have a world-famous a world famous Morgana Ray, who I call the Queen of Wealth Coaching. And she's going to help us create infinite abundance. Sound good? So until then, this is Dr. Susan Allison sending you many, many blessings. Thank you again for listening to the Empowered Healer Show. Please join your host, Dr. Susan Allison, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have an empowering and fulfilling week. We are held in the arms of the goddess. We are held, we are held.